0: Hello and welcome to a Sunday morning edition of the Warriors All 82 podcast. Marcus Thompson, those 8.30 p.m. tips, really local tips, I should say. The California people are like, what are you talking about? It's a 5.30 tip, but it was a late tip here in Philly. So we decided to push the Warriors all 82 to Sunday morning, but it's a loss. You know I got to talk about a loss, Marcus.
1: I mean, that's what you do. You know, you don't drop on wins and then go in on losses. Uh, That's the reputation anyway. I I don't think it's accurate, but, you know, you know, know, I would as well lean in. You know, I learned this during the, the
0: dynasty years or even back covering the Thunder when they were, you know, with good teams, you learn more in the losses than the wins typically. You know, I think there have been times this Always. season. Yeah. <laughs> well, with these Warriors this season, I think we learned a lot in the wins early in the season because we didn't know that this was the type of team they were going to be. But now that they've established who they are, you go back, you know, grander scope, and you, you kind of figure if we're talking high-leverage, high-level playoff basketball, you typically do learn more in the losses. You know, the Phoenix loss and, and this loss, particularly recently, Um You know, we've seen some of their offensive issues against really good, long, active, engaged defenses in like a frantic road environment, which is the playoffs.
1: I mean, it's it's kind of clear, right, that they have some issues. I mean, it really a lot of it boils down to, you know, if they're making shots, they're just a much better team. And I know that sounds very obvious, but. They don't really have a counter when the shots aren't falling, and that's typically when shots don't fall against good teams and tight games, especially on the road. So it's going to be interesting to see how they respond to this. Uh, obviously, Clay Thompson will be a a huge help because you know he's a he's an elite player who. Give a one-on-one coverage. He, can, he He's just a more reliable shooter. And he can punish teams for playing the kind of defense they play against Steph. But this is the clear weakness like the kryptonite. When it's time to, uh, when they need to score at the end of tight games, they have a hard time scoring. Uh, and I, I do think, you know, I talked about before about how Phoenix, they get their guys in and they like kind of know what they're getting. They know who the role players are. The the, the same guys do the same thing every game and it's kind of reliable. The words are a bit different that way. Like they've got a lot of guys, but sometimes trying to figure out who those guys are on the fly ends up leaving with some rough rotations and some rough lineups and it's hard to kind of pick that on the fly for the moment for a specific matchup. So it's definitely, it's, it's, it's a trend now at this
0: point. Yeah, Steve Kerr calls it, calls it searching. He And you can tell when he's doing it, right? He's searching for rotations. You know, JTA's not in there in the first half. Boom, suddenly he's like, you know, a regular part of the second half rotation because he's trying to find something because it's not working. Uh, 12 of 48 from three, 25%. A lot of open misses, like you said, especially in the fourth quarter, late third in the fourth when they really, you know, one from a 13 point. Uh, lead into you know ended up being a nine point loss. That's their biggest loss of the season. Um, I you mentioned Clay and you know I don't I do think they have the isolation issue which we really mentioned against Phoenix because Phoenix switched a lot and you could tell in that game like you know if Steph's not breaking eight and down and I know you wanted Steph to break dybel down I think that's a little I don't bit think
1: he's trying. That's the part that's so confusing to me. They're they're basically they're basically just saying. If we run our offense, we're gonna get open shots, and the problem with that is when they're not making open shots, which they weren't, they're just saying let's keep running the offense, and I feel like like there was a there was a time in the game where Corkmos ended up switched on to Steph, and they just ran the offense. They got a screen Steph sw- and switched base. I think he might have switched back onto Matisse, and it was like they don't really do those situations where it's like you know what. We're kind of struggling. Let's just hunt a matchup. Uh they they do it sometimes with Wiggins. Uh like, you know, he 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 was kind of going after Seth, but they don't really do it with Steph, which is so weird to me because he's such a great ISO player. But 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 sometimes when the defense is, is just good, and a Doc Rivers defense has played Steph Curry a lot. So they know it's coming. You kind of just gotta break that. And once Matisse had four fouls, it's like, yo, take a one on one. Like, you know, like, don't, don't try to make it force a three, but he was getting into the paint pretty, pretty easily. Uh Obviously, Joel Embiid is there as the backup, but it just felt like they could have created situations. And if it wasn't, if you weren't going to do it with Steph, do it with Wiggins, right? Do it with Jordan Poole, but I would have been hunting to get Matisse out of there because he had four files and you saw when Draymond had four files, like, yo, he's got a garden beat now. Like you got to guard players with four files and against the Warriors, you don't have to guard players. You got to guard the play a lot because you you know, the play they're running. So, they they just don't do it to me. They they kind of rely on the or confusing the defense instead of just saying, "Yo, this dude cannot play defense. Let's go exploit him." To me, they should do more of that. Yeah, um but they do have a lack of isolation players, and if you just
0: if it's just Curry no you're talking question. about, no question. If it's just Curry you're talking about, I mean, in many ways, we've we've spoken about how he might be better than ever in the conditionings at an unbelievable level, and the strength and the defense. I think you can make an argument, though, that just pure in isolation, break your man down. He's declined just because of the age. I don't uh. know
1: how we can know that, to be honest. Like, well, and that's he, part he of the problem. he used to do it a lot more, right? I don't think that's the offense. I don't think they're taking like so. But, but even if that's the case. I don't care how much he's declined. He could take Moss all day long. They just don't do it. Like it's not. So it's not like they're saying, "All right, he can't take Matisse." Okay, he can't take Bridges. He's getting the matchups, and he's just not taking them. So even if he's declined, there are so, guys on the floor that Steph can take. But there are like, some times where he, like,
0: regardless, like I agree with you. Obviously, like Steve Kerr's offense isn't like super conducive to like regular. No, it's him activity. too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's yeah not it's like, him
0: too. i can remember at least two times last night where he did have cork miles on a switch and like you know they didn't run in a simple play he just kind of went through the legs a couple of times okay step back three it wasn't like you know go try to break him down off the dribble and you know look what 14 I, of his 17 shots last night were threes if you look like he's
1: overloaded on the threes this year and yeah i think that's late. him i think i think he's just leaning too much on that i i I don't think he, he's not taking mid-range jumpers, really. He took one to open the game, and he missed it. But it was a good look. It was wide open, and he's just not taking it. Like, I, I don't think as an offense or as a Steph Curry, I don't think they're saying, we're struggling right now. Let's just go exploit this dude. Or let's see if I can take him. It just feels like they just just it he can't or won't, and they don't even try. So I would see that, like, if he's trying – Like, I mean, he got to the free throw line quite a bit. He got himself going on layups, right? Like, so we were watching him get to the basket, even against Phoenix. Like, Mikael Bridges blocked his shot from behind because he beat him. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just a matter of keep doing that and figure out how to finish or figure out the shot to take. But they just kind of stopped doing it. And that, to me, that's the part that's a little like, all right, you know. It's so like, but you're right. It's because... They don't have "quote unquote" isolation players, so I mean the the counter is if they did that, you just do what Philly did last night, right? Just start doubling. <laughs> they just started double it out by half court, and that kind of takes that away. But yeah. I just don't think like they even if
0: go he even if else. he like breaks down Korver, it's like so like so many bodies are swarming his direction. That's including, the problem. Yeah. yeah, including Embiid, who you know is a shot blocker. And you know he's he's kind of right in that direction. The key the key for this Warriors
1: team. By the way, is Steph is one point three four points per procession, which is ninety six percentile on isolations. Let well, him know. Let him. But know. he's only done forty four.
0: Yeah, forty four. Like, they and just like don't do it. He's like
1: a top. He's a top level isolation player. They just don't do it. It's just not what they do. They use Steph to create the you know the movement and the, and the the, the diversion but they don't use him as the primary point of attack i just think they could use it more and i think he might need it because his shot isn't isn't really going too well
0: we'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors this episode is brought to you by Michelob ultra the official beer sponsor of the nba want to get closer to the game than ever before Michelob ultra courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive nba prizes and experiences like official gear you can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. As we know, this version of the Warriors, which does not have Kevin Durant, will have issues in the playoffs against this type of defense because of an inability to, or an unwillingness, you could say, to stop the offense and just run like you know spam high pick and roll or isolation um but they have beat teams because typically clay thompson's ability to make a ton of shots in tough environments and that was the difference last night you know you Otto porter suddenly goes one of six and and wiggins misses a wide open corner three even though he's has made the most left corner threes of any player in basketball um, you know, Bielitsa looks a little bit shaky and hesitant out there. They didn't have the Clay Thompson who in like, you know, a rocket filling environment as the Sixers are making a run, suddenly hits two. Sometimes they're not even open threes, right? Like late contest threes that Clay Thompson's still burying two and then like shush in the crowd. Maybe that Clay Thompson shows up in the next couple weeks and is back. Maybe that Clay Thompson comes to form over the next few months. Uh, and by the playoffs, he is hitting huge shots because they'll need that. Um, but you know, the others last night, besides Poole, who was you know good again, and you know, Wiggins had nice moments, but just missed some threes. Um, I, you know I, I i I'm not ready to categorize it a problem, but it was just you know, it's just interesting like the the shots sometimes are not as as crisp looking or confident looking in those type of environments,
1: yeah, like. You know, Otto Porter sometimes looks like he'll never miss, and he went one for six. Right, Bealisa's one for four from three. I mean, you know, Iguodala took four threes and you know didn't really. That was a close. problem. I saw, saw him had, pregame because because they said he was game
0: time and he was going to warm up, so I went out to watch him warm up. Shot did not look good, and he looked like frustrated with himself. You know, you go watch Iguodala warm up early in the season before he had the knee issue. Like he makes a lot of shots in warm ups. I mean. And you could tell the shot is just it's, – it's rusty. Um, yeah. And, you yeah, know,
1: I think he hit the side of the backboard on one last night. So, anyway, go ahead. He did. He did. <laughs> he did. I, like, some of this does come down to, like, make shots. But – and, you know, most most teams, they'll make shots against them. It's the ones who, who just overplay. I, I, I just – you know, they overplay. They're aggressive. And those teams – the difficulty is even when they make a mistake, their, re- their aggression helps them overcome it. So they are chasing from behind, right? They are lunging out to that extra shooter. Uh, they are denying space so much that when you get a free shot, you tend to kind of rush it a bit when you're open. So th- that's the problem that those teams create. Like, you know, we see it. Like, press on the perimeter, force them to, you know, uh, To chase them off the line, and 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 then the Warriors have to execute rather perfectly, Uh, you know. And we we've just seen this, like in losses. I think I looked it up last night. In losses, they're averaging like eighteen points on thirty five percent shooting in the fourth quarter. So, like close games, they just they lose when they can't score at the end. It's not defense. It's they can't score. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. Uh, and then you're watching the eye part is you're watching like the the two man game with, a, you know, uh, like Seth and, and Embiid. And it's just like, you know, it looks so easy. They're like, yo, man, we're going to do the pick and roll. And either we going to dump it to we going to dump it to Embiid or we're going to take the big range shot. Uh, I feel like the Warriors need a whole lot of that. Yeah, but I mean, there's,
0: you know, when the pick and roll big is Joel Embiid, the Warriors don't exactly have that tool, and you know, they do plenty of pick and roll sometimes with Looney or Draymond, but the defense is like running away from that part of the action. You know, the Looney. Man, how about a
1: part. pick and roll with Stephen Wiggins? Stephen Wiseman, Stephen Jordan Poole, yeah, Wiseman eventually, right? Pick and Clay. I mean, you're right; they don't have an Embiid, but what they're doing is they're getting their. Best players involved, right? They're going to. They're saying we're going to put the ball in the hands of two dudes. When they get it, they can make a play. You know, a pick and
0: roll I've liked in, in the very brief times we've seen it. Uh, Stefan Kuminga. Yeah, will we see it again? Will we see Jonathan Kuminga again? Well, we saw him <laughs> for about forty-five seconds uh, in garbage time, and he, he. It's funny. He came in the game uh, on a like I believe the Sixers were shooting a free throw. And, you know, we sit right behind the basket in Philly, so it was, like, 20 feet from me. Uh, And he was, like, match up with Embiid. And, you know, I look up to Embiid is probably strong, but I I think Embiid holds, like, a certain reverence for for Kaminga. And also, she's just, like, it's probably the first time he's been on a court with a human that big. Because, like, Joel Embiid just towers. Um, And and Embiid just kind of bodied him really hard on the free throw, and he kind of had a smile on his face. And then he asked for the ball on the inbound. And then he went down the court, went right in Embiid and scored over him. Now, Embiid at that point didn't really care. You know, the game was over. It was like he it, like it, it, he didn't contest it. Like it was a middle-of-the-game layup. But I just thought it was like you know, sign of who Kaminga thinks he is. He's
1: like, ball, I'm going right at this guy. And then he scored the layup. It's who he is no matter what, right? Like that's what he's doing in the G League. <laughs> he's yeah. just like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm going for it. I thought he was going to get, I mean, the way, the way Bielitza and Porter were struggling offensively, I thought he was going to get, you know, at least like a, a tap on the shoulder. I think he's going to get a tap
0: on the shoulder in the next four games, a few of them, uh, including maybe Indianapolis Monday. Uh I mean we know Porter and Iguodala are gonna rest at least one side of this back to back. I wouldn't be surprised if Bielica got a rest night. Andrew Wiggins probably deserves one at some point. Um Damian Lee's been struggling. Uh I think I think they're gonna try Kaminga very soon. I think Moody you you'll I
1: think you'll see a little Moses Moody at some point too. Get but. a little Moses Moody in there. Warriors average Warriors are twenty six and clutch scoring. Uh you know they are 26 in clutch field goal percentage it's just it's just something they gotta work on like like her's gotta figure out the lineup and they probably have to get clay and they gotta figure out what this team's kind of money plays are their go-to buckets are i know i noticed they like the kind of double split action where uh they run it and then Poole comes and if he's not open, he'll cut through and then Steph comes behind him or they'll switch it, like they're starting to lean onto that. Um, but Poole got a big three out of that. Um, they, they just you could tell they they don't have these kind of defined spaces to go to when they need a bucket, and they're gonna have to develop that, which is why this is good. It's happening now because you know it's just it's a loss. They will happen, but. They could kind of figure that out, like who can you go to to get a bucket, um, and who can you who can you not play, right? Like so, it's it's probably something they're gonna have to figure out when Clay gets back. It probably won't be solved uh, immediately, but you know that's the rhythm of the season. We saw it last year when they ended the season fifteen and five. It's like all right, now they figured out how they're gonna approach these situations. What do they do? That's part of the process of figuring out. Um, uh, so, you know, fortunately for them, they just don't play that many. <laughs> they don't play that many games where they need to get buckets down at the end. They, they've played 10 of them out of the 26 games. So uh, they're still 30, in great shape.
0: 33 clutch minutes so far this season, 88.9 offensive rating, 89.1 defensive rating. They've been playing some late game rock fights. It gets, you yes, know, because their bred. defense
1: is reliable even in those moments. No question. And, you know, maybe that's, you think that's part of the issue? I did feel like they did a lot of walking last game. <laughs> it felt mm-hmm. like they just, like, just, they just played. And there was a play, and I know you didn't see this on TV, but you might have saw it live, but they talked about it on TV where Embiid looked like his rib was hurting. Uh, and, you know, he, he kept like stretching, it, yeah, like, you he know. stretching it. Yeah, and he was stretching it. Man, I would, I saw that and It was like, they probably should run. You know, go small and run. Even though, You know how the words run even on makes? Just run. And I do think part of that is Matisse is really good. And Steph, like, is reading where the help is coming. He's like, all right, I got this really good defender in front of me. And I also have to read what the help is doing, so he's not literally, like, rushing up the court. But you know who Jordan Poole was. Uh, but I, I just felt yeah. like, yo, they should run because look at that he, he, He's cramping the job like something's wrong with him. Uh, and that's, to me, like, they just they just rely very heavily on their offense and their system. And sometimes it's just like, you know, it's like you want Steve to say, hey, this is happening right here. Let's just kind of key in on that. Uh, and milk that. Forget, forget the offense right now. Here's a guy who's barely making. He's like stretching. He's using a rim to stretch out his his ribs or whatever. So let's see, let's see if he got some legs under him. All right, Marcus, I
0: gotta get to practice in Philadelphia. So I'm gonna wrap it here, and we,
1: I got, I gotta head out to practice. And I gotta get to sleep because I was up watching Formula One, and now I need to crash.
0: You live with your choices in life, and you' about to you know live for so. <laughs> All right, we will talk I'll talk to you I probably after the MSG game. maybe I'll make Fred Katz come on the podcast after the MSG game.
1: You know, uh, you had Da there last night. Da was probably out though. Yeah, <laughs> Da after an eight thirty p.m. Tip. Yeah, right. I'm sure he was ready to do a Warriors Hall eighty two. When you hit when, when it got past midnight, I was like, he ain't you ain't calling for no pod. Then you hit at one after one. I'm like, geez, <laughs> I yeah, just forgot I it was eight thirty. To me, it's five thirty. It was like ten o'clock. I'm like, wait a second, it's like after one o'clock. Yeah, it's what, brutal. What yeah. All right, cool. We will talk to you then.